Go for it. And you, you can't, you can't hear the flames, can you? No. Okay. Intro, I liking it. Hey, I'm Rob. That's Griffin. Couch on Fire what? Podcast. The Afterburn. Finally, we are finally here at the moment. Home stretch. The moment we've been waiting for. Well, on a good on a good thing and a bad thing, but we're finally here. The end of mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was a long time coming. Um, I. I got very, very mixed feelings about it, and I know you do as well. We'll get into that. Um, but just, just starting out, just straight up, you know, was it at least entertaining for you? So if you take, if you, if all right, so if you, if I can somehow block out me watching, like, like when I asked my wife, she thought it was entertaining. You know why? Because mm. she did. She, she's never seen one episode of any other season. So if you if you take that like because um, I'm sure they had a lot of people that watched it that didn't know anything about it, um, if you take it as a standalone mini series because that's basically mm-hmm. what this was, eh, you know it's not that bad. It's a mini series. You probably have a lot more questions than answers to the, the mini series, mini series, but yeah. Well, the building blocks were there. I can easily see if this was spread out and fleshed out. This could have been an amazing storyline. Like Daenerys' fall, the madness, and all this kind of shit, and how everything ended up at the end. It was a great idea. It had plenty of great potential, plenty of, of things to work with, but they're just in such a fucking rush to get everything out by episode six. They skip over so much stuff. So many questions go unanswered. So many logical inconsistencies and plot holes and everything. And we keep asking, well, what's going on with this guy? What's going on with this guy? Yep, we're not going to find out. Fuck you. You know, might, might be read the books. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Well, <clears throat> one of the things that pisses me off the most, okay, about mm-hmm. this, I'm just gonna go right into it. You're, you know, okay. We're, we're talking, <laughs> well, because it's, it. it's just, I all right. So we're we're actually recording this one week after it aired. You know, obviously because of work schedules and stuff, we really couldn't link up. But it gave me time to watch it again, and it gave me time to marinate. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm more upset now. I didn't read the book, so I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore fan, but I'm an extremely fan. I'm an extremely big fan of Game of Thrones, and I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. The, the couple questions that I have, but the one I have a couple questions, and I'll ask you them throughout this okay. podcast. But the thing that pisses me off the most is: Did we forget that Jon Snow was a Targaryen? Like, what? Why? Why was that whole? Why was that whole thing even shown then? If he's not going to take the Iron Throne. Or why, why the fuck? Or if the dragon's gonna just fly away at the end? Like wh- why? Why? Like I don't. For understand. two reasons. Okay, tell For me. For two reasons, I think the first is to subvert your expectations. Where it's like they keep setting up John as the obvious like winner in the end. He's gonna take the Iron Throne. He's gonna be the king and everything. And they come out of nowhere, just some bullshit. Ah, we're gonna let the crippled kid be king. You know, fuck John. Um, yes. And second to set up conflict between him and Daenerys. There's really no conflict between him and Daenerys. Her whole Mad Queen thing would have come out of fucking nowhere if there wasn't that little thread of her entire life's work is being unraveled in like such a short period of time. 
All right, what were you saying before? I before just, I started? No, no, I mean, like, I, I understand that, but it's kind of like, like, I think it goes along with what you said. Basically, if they would have just took this six episode and made it 12 episodes, even 12 mm. episodes, they could have explained a little bit more. They could have, you know, that, that could have been a question they would have answered, like, you know, because obviously he's always said he's never wanted the throne. He's never wanted the throne. He's never wanted the throne. Okay, we get it. But technically you're a Targaryen, so you are, you know. So after she died, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, well, he'll 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 get the throne, but then, but then he'll be like, you know what? There is no more throne, more or less. Everybody's mm-hmm. independent. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like, you see how the North did? I thought yes. that, that he was just going to be like, everyone do this, or if you want to follow the North, you can, but this is what's going to happen. And that's what I thought was, I don't know. It's just, it was just. If only we could be so lucky. If only that's what would have happened. I, uh, Ooh, boy. I, before my other questions, mm-hmm. the episode itself, um, I was very bored. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it, there was, like, if you didn't have Grey Worm uh, just executing prisoners for no fucking reason, um, I guess just to establish how evil he is. Um, then there would be no, there would be like hardly any violence the entire episode. The only other time is when John kills Daenerys and's bloodless. You know, there's that was the only, I mean, that was the only shock that I had in that whole episode. I mean, I, I from, you knew it was coming. You just didn't know like how it was going to go down. Well, I've seen so many horror movies in my day that he kept repeating himself when he was hugging her. Like, oh, you're my yeah. rifle queen. I love you. I only love you. Blah, blah, blah. It was kind of like, okay, he's about to stab her. I kind of figured I figured that. But then when he actually did, I was like, wow, he actually did. That's, that's, I, I was just fucking saying shit out my ass. Um, mm-hmm. So that was probably the only, to me, that was the cool thing. Um, the, the Tyrion, the Tyrion and, um, what is that, round table discussion about who's the next king of uh, Westeros? Or not the Seven Kingdom, or the Six Kingdoms. I'm sorry. Jesus um, Christ. That that whole scene was a little weird. For one, that boy that was sucking on his mom's teat was like a teenager, mm-hmm. which I was blown away about. Then I don't know. It was just it was just weird. Like I thought they would all be like, you know what? Uh, yeah, let's just uh, all be our own little thing. Oh, we don't need a king or a queen to rule over all of us like look at the north they're going to be their own independent why can't we all be independent i was hoping for that again and then when bran got nominated i was like who the fuck and then this cocky son of a weird chill bitch <laughs> yeah well, rolls up there and says i didn't come i didn't come all this way for nothing like what the fuck you cocky son of a bitch <laughs> like well that does lead to kind of an interesting little little thought process um, mm-hmm. makes brand makes you wonder if brand might be like kind of evil himself it makes you wonder if everything that's happened up till this point all the shit all the betrayals Daenerys going crazy all this kind of stuff was a plan by brand to become the king like you saw what happened when he like went into Hodor you know yeah. Hodor lost his fucking mind in a better show it would be almost like a surprise twist that Bran was the reason that Daenerys went fucking crazy just out of nowhere and started burning people so that Jon could kill her and he could become king. And then Jon would go back to jail, basically. 
<laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, because Bran isn't really Bran anymore. His spirit has warged with like the Three Eyed Raven oh, yeah. or something like that. Like they're 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 multiple people inside Bran right now. Um, but instead, it's like no, nah, no, nah, he's a good guy now. Um, doesn't matter all the messed up shit the Three Eyed Raven did. Doesn't matter that Three Eyed Raven was one of the most morally gray characters from the books, um, Blood Raven, who nobody from the show knows who that is. But he, he basically he was a like a sorcerer who worked with the Mad King and shit and did all kinds of evil stuff to keep the Targaryens in power. And that was that's one of the reasons why I thought it was kind of weird that um, Bran didn't really support Daenerys at all. Like he was turning against her because like, aren't you half Blood Raven? But whatever, you know that's not that's not a big deal. You know that's a book thing. Hopefully, we'll we'll hear some more of that in the book. But the the whole thing with that with that with that council meeting where they're deciding on the king, it just it threw me for a loop so much. Because think about this, okay? Think no one else other than Arya and Sansa know that John is a Targaryen. Yeah. So as far as they know, a Stark just murdered the queen. And then a Stark gets elected king and pardons John. And then another Stark calls in a nepotistic favor to get the North its own independent kingdom. And nobody says a thing. They're totally fine with this. Grey Worm is totally fine with this. I think uh, <clears throat> all Grey Worm wanted was Jon Snow dead because he killed uh, well, Danny. That's all. Apparently not. He, well, he didn't seem that that bothered by it. Well, here's a, here's another here's another. Well, while we're talking about this, here's a question that I wanted to ask you too. Like, the Unsully, they, they're they're gone. They're leaving. So, Jon Snow could have mm -hmm. just been like, "Yeah, me too," but never left. They would have never yeah. fucking known. <laughs> like, why couldn't mm -hmm. he have stayed there with his family? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. That know. that was that whole that entire like last thing. You know, it was nice and sad and stuff, him talking to his family and stuff yeah. like that as he's leaving, but the entire scene made no fucking sense. No. no. Dramatically. That little round table thing was the, when they were making fun of democracy. Yeah, that... <laughs> like... <laughs> look, I, I get it and everything. Oh, let's vote every couple years. <laughs> but wouldn't the idea of, like, a republic, which is basically what they came up with, wouldn't that be just as stupid to them? Yeah, I mean, and I understand like the whole thing is to make them seem like they're evil and stuff, but I actually kind of agree with the lords there about not doing democracy, especially when you consider how fucking stupid the the common people are set up to be, like in universe. Yeah, these yeah. are the same people. They were perfectly happy with following Cersei, just as long as she left them alone. Like after she burns hundreds of people alive in the Sept, kills a wildly popular High Sparrow kills like the fucking best person in the world my girl marjorie you know everybody else nah it's fine no riots no unrest everybody's fine it's like oh old hail the queen you know don't let those motherfuckers pick we'll have another <laughs> mad king in a minute no it's like okay democracy is great and everything unless you're a stupid motherfucker and these people are stupid motherfuckers all hail the dictator yeah king brand the broken king you know? king brand the broken but that whole that whole thing, you know. No, one I, thing I thought Tyrion's speech was incredibly cheesy. Like that that was some shit you expect out of like an NBC, you know, made for TV drama. I it just 
We can rant about this fucking episode all day. It just sucks, though. Like, I mean, you hit it right on the on the coffin in the beginning. I feel like his his speech was definitely rushed. I feel like the writers, everything is rushed, and you can tell, and it's so sad because this it's just so sad. And but his speech, I agree. His speech was very lifetime channel, very. Mm-hmm. Very like you know I'm about to die and get executed, but I'm just gonna give you one more last thing. Well, and then he starts talking about Bran, and I actually started laughing like out loud, <laughs> sitting here in my house. I'm thinking, oh my fucking god, they're actually gonna make Bran the king, and I thought for sure that like somebody was gonna argue against it, or they were gonna put themselves forward instead. But no, everybody's like, yeah, it, it's like those fucking, it's like those fucking um, movies, the, the real cheesy Lifetime movies, like you said, where one person starts clapping in the back at the end of the performance, and then everybody starts clapping, and then there's cheering, and people are throwing flowers and shit. No, everybody says, I, sure, why not? We're going to follow this crazy motherfucker who speaks no sense. Like, imagine if, if you had never met this guy before. Like Yara, like the fucking Prince of Dorn, all these people never met this kid. He starts talking about, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a tree wizard. I'm paralyzed from the leg down. I know everything that's gonna happen, everything that's about to happen, and everything that's happened before. Mm-hmm. And now I'm your king, and you'll do as I say. Yeah, it's kind of a. Uh... I mean, you got that. What? Hello? Uh oh. So technical difficulties. Do you hear me? Griffin. Griffin. Well, I don't know what Griffin's doing, but no, I I I agree. I feel like why like why Bran? I don't know. Just why Bran? I wonder if Griffin's still on the chat. Anyway, uh, yes. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Griffin is still here. He will be back somewhere. He is. I heard something. Did he fart? Did you hear uh, him fart? Am oh. I back? There you go. Back? There okay. You go. Yeah, oh. I've been sitting here for like five fucking minutes, <laughs> and then I just, you, I hear you saying Griffin, Griffin, and I'm thinking, oh, am I going too long? Am I going a bit too hard? No, 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 no. I just didn't hear any fucking thing you said. <laughs> okay. Whew. Well, basically, I was talking about, you know, it's it really pissed me off how they, like, they did my girl Yara bad. You know, this, this super badass and everything. You know, she's very independent. And she actually, I think she joined Daenerys on the idea that the the, the Iron Islands would kind of be their own thing. Yeah. Like, they'd be independent. But then, nope, at the end, not only is she perfectly fine with the North being completely independent and free kingdom and everything never mind of course that the fucking like they um fuck are you saying no. that Jon Snow murdered her queen and yeah. she was she was like right there with Grey Worm at the beginning it's like we need justice we need Jon Snow killed or something like that yeah. I, I mean this is like, uh, they were they were all they were okay everyone with their was just like, okay, it's the end, whatever. I don't give a shit. Let's move on from this. That's literally the mentality that they had, and that's the mentality that summed up this whole last season. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, it was a good... The, that scene was a good sum up for the whole season. Uh, whatever, we got what we got. Let's just move on. Yeah. Right, Brand the Broken. Woo! Brand yeah. the Broken, yeah. 
I feel like that whole choice was just as... It's like they picked Arya to kill the Night King, which I'm okay with, you know, but they, they said the, their reasoning was stupid. They said in the after episode thing, it's like, it's because it's the last thing people would expect, See, which I, I think is a fucking stupid way to write TV. No, no you shouldn't base your, like, there's something going out. See, I fucking hate that. Like, all right, so Sonic the Hedgehog, not to change subject, is coming out with a movie. <laughs> okay? It's coming out with a movie. And yes, it didn't look that great for the trailer. So now they they've redone they've re-edited it because of the fans because the fans were complaining they postponed it so it's not coming out for another year mm -hmm. all because of the fans who gives a fuck you make a movie that you're proud of and if it doesn't doesn't do well in box office who's to say it's not you do you honestly think Reservoir Dogs did well in the box office do you think Pulp Fiction did well in the box office. Do you think? Yeah, let's not compare Sonic the Hedgehog to the fucking <laughs> to... Pulp Fiction. <laughs> well, you you know what I'm you know what I'm trying to get with. Anyway, that was a yeah. side note. Um, no, like no, I I agree. I just uh, you know I don't know. My my my, oh. big, my biggest complaint though about that. Well, well, I don't mind that Arya killed the Night King. I will say this though: why waste two seasons of her becoming a fucking assassin and then she becomes this non-assassin? <laughs> Yeah, it's like her only purpose in this episode was to look at Daenerys and say, I know a killer when I see one, Dude, and then just fucking leave. It's like, well, why don't you do something about it? Why the fuck do you have to make John, who is in love with Daenerys, why are you going to put that responsibility on him? When you could just walk up, you know, wear Grey Worm's face, just walk up and slit her throat. God, it just would have been so much better if she would have killed the Night King and Danny. Yeah. It, it would have been I'm nice. It would have been cool. All right, so this is here. You go. Here's a, here's a thought. She kills Daenerys. The dragon comes in, sees it, about to fire on her, but then Jon Snow steps in front of Arya and says no. And then the dragon listens to Jon because he's a fucking Targaryen. Don't forget. <laughs> and then then the dragon takes Danny and fucking leaves. That's fine. That's how it should end. It. That, that, yeah, what what the fuck was the point of that? Uh, like taking her body. What what the hell is he gonna do with it? Where's he going? He's gonna molest it in um the woods. Probably eat her. Probably. I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gonna judge a man. You know, you do what you gotta do. But no, get that, through the day. But before we get sidetracked, that's that's one of the other questions I had. Why did they spend two fucking seasons building up Arya as a face shifting assassin, and then nothing? Hmm. Absolutely it's nothing. It's like that. It's like, and then Sam stole the books from the Citadel. Did anybody, everybody forgot about that shit, right? <laughs> like, it feels like. Yeah. Like, like he, he didn't even graduate. And then at the end, it's like he's a maester. The arch maester. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 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 to be fair, um, you remember we did have Kyburn do the um, same thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'm not too pissed about that. Like, I'll, I'll get over that. But all the same, it's. It's like they have so many different threads. Like the the small council at the end, arguably Davos. I could arguably see him as master of ships, even though he's not an admiral. He's a fucking smuggler. Yeah. He doesn't know shit about being an admiral. But Bronn is the master of coin and the heir to Highgarden. What the fuck? I know. I, I realize he's like he's a fan favorite character, and they want to give him more screen time. I respect that. I like Bronn too, but his character's become a caricature is the problem. Yeah. And it would have made Tyrion so much smarter. The problem is, Tyrion is no longer a smart character. He's the good guy now. 
which was supposed to be Jon Snow's job. Jon Snow is supposed to be the idiot who does the right thing all the time. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion was supposed to be the guy who knows how to play the game. Like, in season two, he even literally said, like, I know how the Game of Thrones is played or something to that effect. Yeah. Would not have been the smartest thing in the world. You know, Bronn shows up, he's swaggering, he's got a stupid fucking cape on. I've come for my fucking thing, you know? And Tyrion just has him arrested, just thrown into the black cells. Mm. It's like, this is for, you know, threatening the hand of the king. Or this is for all this shit you're gonna do, you know? And a Lannister always... He could have even made something about Lannisters always paying their debts. He could have made some little snarky quip about that. But no. But no. no. We're going to give a common fucking sellsword the richest. Not not to mention that they even gave it to him. But it's just like Gendry when they just randomly made this random motherfucker like Lord of Storm's End. No one questions it. No, none of the other reach people, none of the other noble houses are going to wonder like, hey, why not us? Why are you giving it to some random fucking guy? And then to give a sellsword the position of master of coin. And I know it's for a joke and everything, but this is the guy who can't find money to build an armada of ships, but he'll say, oh, all the brothels have burned down. We got to get that fixed. You know, they write shit to make it a joke, but at the same time, it's like, huh? Yeah. Well, what the fuck is this? You know, I know, I know you're writing it to be a joke, but at the same time, it's not funny. You know, this is... This is a serious question. It's like you're taking our concerns and just... I think where they went wrong is they they forgot that people actually cared. That that us viewers actually fell in love with these characters, fell in love with the story that they... that was... that was given to us. And we we fell in love with them. And I feel like that's the problem with a lot of good shows. Like, a lot of shows, like... I don't know if you've seen Dexter. Dexter was a great show until Uh, after... Unfortunately, yes. Until after, I would say, season four. Season four, it just started going down the shithole. Then, mm-hmm. same thing with Lost. After season three, it just started going down the shithole. I mean, it's just there's so many there's so I, there's so many television shows that kind of had a really bad ending, and there's so many that had good endings, and it's just it just sucks. It just sucks because it left a sour taste in our mouths. And now we, in many words, we know why they left and rushed. We know why. We all know why these two writers left. And we know why they rushed. So now, the next thing they do, we're just going to be like, ugh. Unless it's like so over the top that we forget about this massacre they just gave us on a platter. I'm going to have a sour taste in my mouth. Like, you're the motherfucker that did this. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm going to definitely wait for reviews before seeing any of those Star Wars movies they I just, wrote. I just, uh, the, the, the thing that, uh, here's, here's, a, here's an, another question for you. Mm-hmm. Literally, from the very first episode on, um, there's a symbol that's the night the night king would make the night king symbol that little fucking swirly thing, it's yeah. little or, or any of those deeper significant, um, like symbols swirly symbols they've had. I mean, like even even in the caves, when da- um Daenerys was in there, like oh look at that, and you saw the symbol there. You see it in the. Mm-hmm. I mean, wh- why why what happened? I want to know. What the fuck does those symbols mean? You even saw it in season eight. Because remember the um the, the person on the wall, mm-hmm. like, and then that's that's why I was so upset that the Night King died right then and there. I don't care that I don't care that he died because of Arya. That that's cool. That was a cool way. That was a cool way to go out. There was no hope, and then that happened. But I really do wish he would have won the King's Landing, and I really did wish that uh, he would have survived until the the last season. I mean the last episode. 
I know they weren't. I know they weren't going to do that because Danny needs needed to be the Mad Queen and shit. But well, to me, that that's the worst part of it all is that it just built up this they, whole thing. Cersei ended up being such a disappointment for final villain. I know, which is strange because in the books she's set up like she's right about to fall. Like at the end of book five, she's barely holding on to power because George R. R. Martin is a much better writer. And thinks, hey, the common people aren't exactly thrilled that you killed, like, every fucking buddy. And you're imprisoning people, and you're, you know, evil, and you just went through your walk of shame and shit. Like, people are turning against her like this, you know? And she has very few allies that she can rely on. Um, so it's set up that Euron is actually going to be, like, the final antagonist once, you know, everyone starts coming to King's Landing. Which makes sense because he's set up to be not a fucking moron, you know? He's set up to be an actual interesting character that's like is legitimately, you know, scary to go up against. And they wasted so much time and so much energy setting up Cersei and Euron as interesting, like, villains, and they failed completely. They were knocked out like that, like it wasn't even a contest. And then it's like, oh shit, we still have an episode or two left to go. Ah, well, you know, Daenerys is crazy. You know, she's she's crazy, you know, she can't control her emotions. She just likes burning people, you know? And this episode lost all traces of subtlety. She goes out there and she's dressed head to toe in black and she has like a she has this rally on the steps of King's Landing that's literally set up to look like the Nuremberg rallies from oh, when yeah. fucking Hitler took took oh, yeah. office and stuff. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's a little on the nose. Come on. And She's talking about, we're going to take over the world, and if anybody gets in our way, we'll kill them too. And I oh, Jesus Christ. I just... <laughs> this, this fucking show. <laughs> this is a... Uh... <sighs> this, is, this is more a therapy session than a fucking well, podcast, man. <laughs> the, well, the, th- the problem... Like, where, in my eyes... like Okay, where did they go wrong? What... what I want to... It doesn't have to be season eight. Since this is the last podcast that we're going to do about all the fucking Game of Thrones, for at least right now. Besides mm-hmm. the prequels and stuff like that, I'm sure we'll do something. But Oh, for sure, yeah. But um, my whole thing is, like, where did they go wrong? When did, when did the tide shift? When did it when, start going? When was the point of no return, basically? Yes, like, when, like, I, and I don't, I can't blame Season 8 for that. I blame Season 8 because it was not a good ending. And you know, it just, it, I don't know. It just, I wasn't satisfied. Like the end of Breaking Bad, I was satisfied. I wasn't satisfied for this. But, but where, where did it turn? When did this start getting worse? And I think for me, it started to get bad when, um, I don't know, probably season eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, like, I know you're not the hugest fan of season seven, right? Correct. Yes, and I I, yeah. I understand that because you've read the books. Now, someone that's mm-hmm. never read the books, there was some things that were rushed, and I understand. But mm-hmm. there was also they elaborated a little bit more. There was it was a long season. It it felt good. Then they skip. Then they so then the season ended. So then the following year, you're like, okay, well this will be cool. This will be something fun. But then they're like, oh no, you're gonna have to wait another year. So now you're building up this show so big. You're building it up and building it up, building up. The fucking dragon took down the wall in season seven. You're like, oh my god, this is gonna be fucking it. And then, mm-hmm. no, nothing. Like, 
I, I went back and I've watched reviews on this season, every episode. And, you know, I listen to ours somewhat, but I, I, I listen to other people's reviews. And people are trying their best to find things right with it. Like, okay, okay. So the battle at, the battle at Winterfeld, Feld, I can't fucking speak, um, mm-hmm. with the zombies. There was a lot of great fucking things in that. I like I like the the camera work, just like the the second to last episode of the whole thing. The camera work when uh, the dragons when Danny's blowing up everything. I mean, cinematography was good. It seemed like the the special effects were getting better. Everything started going good, but then it's just uh, well, the even this season I will give it props. The visual effects were great. Oh, it was like the- even in this episode, you know the the shot when. Daenerys arrives on the dragon and she's walking out and the fucking dragon just spreads its wings out behind her. It makes it look like she's a demon or something. That was cool. And then the shot when uh, Jon Snow is walking to find Daenerys and the fucking dragon comes out of all the ash. Yeah. That was awesome. You know? It's it's a great looking show. It's always looked great. Uh, It better for $15 million an episode. That's all I'm going to say. But... Well, that was... That's the... Hands down, that's the best part of this whole... The last two seasons, the best part of the visual effects. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yeah, if you turn off your brain and you just look at the pretty pictures, it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Like, the Battle of Winterfell, if you don't think about all the stupid decisions all the characters made and how little sense the story makes, visually, it's breathtaking. Like, the, the cinematography and all the different shots, all the different... Like, there's shots in there that you could just pause on a random moment and have it instantly a fucking wallpaper it just looks that damn good yeah but between that and between the characters and the storyline to answer your question where they truly went wrong I think the very beginning of season 8 when they declined to start killing off a bunch of characters like they didn't start narrowing down the the amount of people that they had so there's no way to have a satisfying ending when you have so many fucking characters that all have to get endings like detailed endings it can't be just like oh this guy got lost on his way to buy a pack of cereal or something you know you gotta bring something in to fucking uh, to close it off you gotta give him an ending and you can't have a satisfying ending for like 15 goddamn characters it's like my boy Pod Pod the Rod he <laughs> He joins Kingsguard at the end. Yeah. Which I, I understand he's following Brienne and stuff. Brienne's arc makes sense. You know, her joining the Kingsguard, becoming the commander of the Kingsguard, filling out Jamie's page in the Book of White makes sense. I have no problem at all with how Brienne ends up. But Pod, I always thought he was going to end up being almost kind of like the new Cleganes. Yeah. Where... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This, this common-born guy... You know, a bit of backstory for those who don't know or haven't read the books or whatever. Um, the Cleganes were originally the kennel master. Like, they ran the hunting dogs for the Lannisters. And, like, they were just low-born, just common people. And the kennel master saved Tywin's father from a lioness who was attacking him when he was out hunting. Like, got mauled and shit and protected Ty- like Tywin's dad. So, in gratitude... Titos was his name. Titos Lannister made the Cleganes a noble house. Like, they're landed knights now. They're nobility. I thought that's what's going to happen to the Paynes. Like, Podrick Payne, first of his name, like Lord Podrick Payne or something like that. Yeah. You know, he starts a noble house. You're telling me this guy who's apparently a sex god is perfectly happy 
to just join the king's guard where you can't have a wife you give up all inheritance and stuff you follow this king to the end of your life he has no connection to Bran whatsoever he has no personal now if it was something like if fucking Sansa had become the queen or if even John maybe it would make a certain kind of sense that he's willing to follow them to his own detriment but when the hell did he get this sense of noble duty or if Tyrion had become king it would have made perfect fucking sense you know I think uh, it happened probably the fifth day in that little writer's room when they were like, so what episode 10 is going to be like? Oh, I'm sorry. We're still on Game of Thrones. Um, let's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. when it fucking happened. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I it's, it's just you could go – every character just didn't really – I all right. I like that Tyrion is the hand of the king. I've always mm-hmm. he's a smart guy. He should be any any king. He should have been the hand of the king. He should have been Jon Snow's hand or anybody's hand. That's fine. Right. I like the arc, like you said, with Bran the Tarth. That's 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 great. But it just seems mm-hmm. like everyone else, though, not so much. Yeah, it's just. Now, whose ending did you actually enjoy? Let's let's knock that out of the way. There's probably not going to be many. <laughs> uh, probably. Oh, these are some pretty birds right outside my window. Uh, ADHD. Stay on track. Yeah, Stay yeah. On track. Oh, look at the birds. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like. I like that. I wish Arya would have killed Daenerys, but I like that mm-hmm. she's going to see what's on the other side of the fucking flat Earth. Um, because <laughs> that's basically mm-hmm. like uh, you know. So I like. I I like that. That'd be a cool spinoff. I don't know how that would go about. You know, but it would. Every now and then you'll get to see like older Bran or older Sansa. You know, but. Uh, so I, I like that. I think the the best ending though would probably be uh, Sam because you know he stole books from the Citadel and now he's a Grand Maester out of fucking nowhere. So kudos, yeah, that's... kudos to you, bud. You have a good ending. That's something else too. Like, is he not married to Gilly? You can't be married. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. It's like you can't be married. You can't have kids. But a little bit late for that one. Um, that's, that's the thing. It's like they, they have this idea where it's like, oh, we want, you know, fucking what's his name? We want Sam to be like, there's his happy ending. He gets to be the fucking guy. He gets to be the like the archmaester because he's the smart guy. You know, he reads the books and shit, yeah. but they don't stop to think about, wait a minute. You know, fucking maesters aren't supposed to have kids. They aren't supposed to get married. And didn't he have Gilly? Like, didn't we see... Did they get divorced that easily? Like, are they already done? Ugh, so many, so many times, you see all these different little threads, and they look great on paper. Like, it seems like a happy ending on paper, but when you pull it apart, it makes no goddamn sense. I don't know. It's okay. It's all right. That's how. That's how we should end this this topic. Just, well, it just makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> no, we should we should end it with a sigh. <sighs> I have a sigh. I'm gonna fuck your arm. So I'm be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, overall, I'm I'm happy that I got to experience Game of Thrones. You know, I know this episode we're we're really kind of bashing season eight and the last episode and just kind of it all how it all went down. I'm glad I got to see it. I am disappointed at the end, but it's over now. Um, I'm ready to move on. It's been a week. I've grieved. <laughs> I went through my stages of grieving. I, I definitely feel like... Uh, yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. How do you feel? You read the books. I mean, didn't he uh, say that he has books coming out? That is what he's had. He's had a book coming out for like the past fifteen fucking years. Oh, okay. I and that's the thing that kills me most of all is that there is a serious chance that we'll never see. We we will probably see wins a winner. Um, I, I think he's definitely gonna eventually get that out, but. If he takes as long writing A Dream of Summer, which is supposed to be the final book, if he takes as long writing that as he has been writing mm-hmm. uh, Winds of Winter, it'll never come out before he dies, unfortunately. Yeah. And he's stated that he's not going to let anybody finish it after he's gone. So this, for better or worse, is probably the only ending the Game of Thrones will get. Man. That depresses the shit out of me, well, dude. Well, see, that, that's just, <laughs> see, just saying it now. See, now I can yeah. see why more people were upset than I was. I mean, like I said, I was upset because I enjoyed the show and I follow these characters mm-hmm. and you just literally crashed and burned them all. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, I I mean, there were some there were some good endings. Um, I liked the way that Sansa's arc played out. Yeah. Um, that was good. Yeah, she's, she's I agree. the queen in the north now. And it's, it's nice to see her finally getting her due. You know? Uh-huh. And I know part of it is just like they're trying to criticize the patriarchal culture of Westeros. Mm-hmm. Like they even... Even Tyrion and Varys were talking about that when they were kind of turned on Daenerys. It's like, yeah, you know, she doesn't have a penis. It's kind of a problem. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. So it was nice to finally see her get her due and get recognized for being a good leader. And now she's queen in the north. She don't need no man. You know, she starts playing Beyonce over the fucking sound systems. That's great and everything. Um, um, do you think that... Uh, see, I don't think this is... Uh, this might be the last of us seeing her. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't think it's the last of... Uh, with the prequels or even this other like the I don't know if they're all prequels but I'm excited to see where they go with it I feel like Game of Thrones this story's over um which by the way oh my god I can't believe I fucking forgot this when that son of a bitch Sam puts down oh I wrote a book it's called the I, the story oh my god <laughs> I immediately was I immediately saw your face and then I saw, and then I saw you taking the knife off the the butcher block and stabbing someone in the throat. <laughs> That's exactly myself. <laughs> like slit my own fucking throat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I thought that how it was gonna end that little that little thing, but um, I just <laughs> I literally groaned out loud, like audibly, just ah, when I saw that shit. Well, I heard that um, one. Not it's not really a prequel, but one of the uh, spinoffs is going to be um, basically the story of like the the very first night, you know, the Night King, how he was made, the tree people, more fantasy stuff, and that's intriguing. That's that's awesome. I think there should be more fantasy stuff. I think they should go far, far two thousand years back when dragons are just flying fucking everywhere, and they should have more fantasy based uh, Game of Thrones. I think it'd be good. Well, that's the thing. I am excited for the first prequel. I think they called it like the Long Night or something like that, or the yeah. first night. Um, specifically because I've read the there's like a, a world building book it's called The World of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Talking about everything, like how the world came to be, and it's fascinating stuff. Um, I'll have to check. That well, out. actually, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything for you about how the how the book's gonna go, but it's gonna be. If they follow the story, the original story of of the war between men and the children of the forest, yeah, it's going to be incredible. Well, it's a... I just wonder if they're going to have the budget for it. Is all. Well, and... the the amount of money they made on this last season. 
I think that's no, true. Yeah, they, they um, I I feel like people have a sour taste in their mouth, so they're gonna they're gonna be intrigued when this comes out, and they're gonna want to watch it because they wanna they want re- restitution. They want they want something that's like okay, well those writers are fucking shit. Now you got new writers, new story, same world. You know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like uh the Harry Potter thing, like the Fantastic mm-hmm. Beast. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I've heard of Harry Potter books. I've heard of Harry Potter, and then Harry Potter movies came out. But this whole Fantastic Beast thing, I've never fucking heard of. So when that that came out, um, just like me and everyone else, I was intrigued because I have a soft spot for Harry Potter. I'll admit. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, what which what nerd in this world doesn't want to be a warlock or a witch? Like, come on, <laughs> like. So, when that happened, I was a little, I was very intrigued, and I, I think it didn't let me down. And I think this will, the prequels will do this. I think uh, if they do that or Robert's Rebellion, I mean, these are some things that are, you know, should be fun. The only thing I'm worried about with Robert's Rebellion, because I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, that should just be a mini series, not a. Should be yeah, just like one season. You know, get some get some really high quality actors and stuff. Um. I'm worried about the like the solo effect, you know, yeah. from the Han Solo story. You you find a very how the fuck do I put this? An iconic character like Han Solo, and you have the enviable task of finding someone who looks like him, sounds like him, but younger, and yeah. yet still has all the acting talent and can carry the charisma of that character. It's yeah. tough. I now, I, it is. I, I saw I saw the the like the young Ned Stark they had in like the Tower <laughs> of Joy flashback. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was serviceable, but if you can imagine an entire miniseries of that guy, yeah, mm, no, not so much. No, <laughs> no. that Scottish accent, who boy? Well, what you'll do no. is honestly, no, it ends. At this point, you might as well just say fuck it and just get a good actor. Yeah, get, put fucking Idris Elba, That's make a, him Ned Stark, yeah, young Ned Stark. Like who? Who cares at this point? Like, uh, you don't have to have someone that kind of looks like him because. People could change. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But any uh, know. any last last things to say on the Game of Thrones? This is the this is it. I I am tentatively excited for the prequel, just because those dumb motherfuckers D and D won't be writing it. We'll be <laughs> off ruining Star Wars. So hopefully, we get some really nice writers who can really carry the story. I know we're going to have a great budget, so the effects are going to be great and everything. But I just, I feel like HBO, well, to put it bluntly, they they're, were kind of pussies. You know, when D&D said they were leaving to go do Star Wars, they should have said, well, all right then. Fuck you. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to get some new writers. Because look what's happened now. They've rushed the ending. People are pissed. And people are getting ready to like mass cancel on HBO because a lot of people just had the subscription to HBO to watch Game of Thrones. That's why they're desperately throwing out all these new shows. Like, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this. And some of them are great, oh. like Chernobyl. Oh my gosh! Oh yes, yes, yes. Chernobyl is amazing. <laughs> that is a. And uh, we should talk about that next. <laughs> yeah, we, we we should definitely have a, an episode or two about that. But um, the like they're making a mini series now on. The Golden Compass. Like I, I had no idea that was a book trilogy. I'm gonna probably get it and read it before I see the show. But it's called His Dark Materials. They're doing that now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're putting out a lot of great stuff. But it's like, please don't cancel on us. We need your money. Um, you would think 
if they're that desperate to not get canceled on, they would have said, okay, we're going to keep Game of Thrones going. We appreciate you, what you've done for us, but if you're ready to leave, then we need to go in another direction. We need to get somebody who's willing to stick around. No, I agree. But but instead, they're like, ah, no, 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 we're, we'll let them... We'll let them butcher the fucking show that we've been working on for like eight goddamn years. You know, it's fine. I, I was I was kind of disappointed. They they really kind of dropped the ball there. My what fi- about you? What what other kind of what other kind of shit you got to say? My final thoughts on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, I had a good run. I had you tore with my emotions. You you hurt me. You made me laugh mm-hmm. my ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, I had fun. It was a good relationship, but it just ended badly. And I feel like in years to come, it's gonna, I'm gonna look back at this because you know, years from now, we'll be like, oh, well, we'll probably binge. I'll be like, oh, well, let me just because every now and then I'll I'll re-binge like The Wire or something else. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know, let me re-binge uh, Game of Thrones, and then I'll be even more pissed. I've like I've I've let go of Lost. Like I'll I'll watch that knowing that oh they fucked it up, but I'll still watch it. But Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. I think, just fucks me up the most because this literally this last season alone just fucked everything. So, but they... I think, I think the way that I'm gonna go with it going forward is when I rewatch it, I'm just gonna imagine that right after the Battle of the Bastards, Cersei choked on like a pit from a cherry and died, <laughs> and, and then right. everyone just tore her body to pieces and just like draped it over the Red Keep, oh, and then Daenerys had a heart attack in her sleep. And everyone lived happily ever after. Not been Season any. six. That's where I'm stopping. <laughs> well, yes. But, yes. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to The Afterburn with Robin Griffin. Um, I will say this. I'm happy. The mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, uh, little, the little conversation, the little podcast we're doing is over. Just because I'm so excited to talk about other things. Obviously, we were just talking about Ginobili. That's a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. That's at least two episodes itself because it's a yes. miniseries. It's on HBO. It's not like a. It's going to be every season thing, which it could. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> now that that might that might take a minute though, because I got to catch up on all the episodes. But it's, it's okay. It's okay. A new, new episode starts tomorrow. Another episode comes on tomorrow. Do you have an announcement to make on the next series from the Afterburn? Well, if we do the Ginobili thing, that'd be fun. Um, but then I don't know. What do you What do you want to do? Talk to me. Tell me. Live on air. Here we go, Griffin. What do you want to talk about? Go. Well, I could have sworn you were telling me a certain little something about how you had a little announcement to make about a certain thing that's been in the works for a while. You You kind of picking up what I'm putting down here? Um. <laughs> Uh, you forgot. Um, you, you forgot what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget. So please enlighten me, so I can be okay. surprised. All right. Like the All wed- right. Like, so, like the wed wedding. Go. <laughs> we had a plan to do an entire mini series on the history of horror yes. from the from the, like the late '60s up through modern day, just every decade by decade, the kind of the greatest hits, their contributions to the genre of horror. You know, all the different little subgenres that populated all the different years like you had your fucking slasher films and your French extremist gore flicks and stuff like that now it's going to be a little bit because we need a lot of research for that kind of stuff when you got to watch a lot of movies oh yeah oh yeah I mean you know real quick just side note on that um I'm gonna give you a little teaser right now hands down 80 slasher films are probably the best horror in my mind I love zombies Mm -hmm. I love a whole bunch of other shit but 80 slasher films were just outrageous. 
but go on. But that's a little teaser. But yes, stay tuned. We will be doing something like that, and I'm excited. I hope it, it just it's just going to be great. Honestly, fun fun fact for the listeners that are still listening after 47 minutes. Um, me and Griffin actually we were going to do this a long time ago. When Griffin came over to my house when I lived in Charlotte, and I was just starting the podcast, and we did an episode of the podcast, Horror Movies, and we were talking about that. And then working with him, we just fell, you know, we just found out we both love, you know, people getting stabbed in the face with pencils. I mean, that's just what mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> so yeah. we've been talking about this for a while, and I started this uh, Afterburn miniseries because we were going to do that and that alone. But then we just started developing in other things like talking about Star Wars and movies and just things like that. And I love it. So, yes, stay tuned. This summer should be a, a summer of horror here. Can't wait. Yeah, I mean, this is already know. kind of a horror show with this latest fucking season. Oh, so they, they should be nice. They should be ready for it by now. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Let me play my intro again. You know, I, you know let me know down below or down below. Yeah, yeah, let me know underneath the table. Come on. No, um, no. <laughs> no, let me know, guys, if you guys like the intro and outro thing. See, this is a old, old video of uh, some fire being burnt with our logo in it. But we don't really record video. We just do audio. So I've just been playing the audio. So thank you guys very much for checking out our podcast and episode. Yeah. yeah appreciate you sticking with us. Appreciate you sticking by. Look forward to the next episode coming out soon. Fuck Euron and Godspeed.